This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of subscapularis from the anatomy section on orthobullets.com. In this brief episode, we'll go over the origin, insertion, action, innervation, and arterial supply to the subscapularis. The origin of the subscapularis is the subscapular fossa of the scapula. The insertion is the lesser tuberosity of the humerus. The action of the subscapularis is to medially rotate the arm and adduct it. It also helps to hold the humeral head in the glenoid cavity of the scapula. The innervation of the subscapularis is the upper and lower subscapular nerves, with contributions from C5, C6, and C7. The arterial supply to the subscapularis is the subscapular artery. So again, the origin of the subscapularis is the subscapular fossa of the scapula. The insertion is the lesser tuberosity of the humerus. The action of the subscapularis is to immediately rotate the arm and adduct it, as well as helping to hold the humeral head in the glenoid cavity of the scapula. The innervation to the subscapularis is the upper and lower subscapular nerves with contributions from C5, C6, and C7, and the arterial supply to the subscapularis is the subscapular artery. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A 32-year-old male presents with left shoulder pain and weakness. He reports sustaining a forced external rotation injury to his left upper extremity during a recreational football game three months ago. The decision is made to proceed with arthroscopic treatment of his injury. An arthroscopic view of the glenohumeral joint from the posterior superior portal shows irregularity in the subscapularis tendon. The subscapularis muscle is innervated by a nerve that branches off of which anatomic structure of the brachial plexus? And the choices are 1. Posterior cord. 2. Lateral cord, 3. Superior trunk, 4. Inferior trunk, and 5. Middle trunk. The correct answer to this question is 1. Posterior cord. So the patient in the question stem has injured his subscapularis, which is innervated by the upper and lower subscapular nerves, both of which branch off the posterior cord of the brachial plexus. The subscapularis muscle originates at the subscapular fossa of the scapula and inserts at the lesser tuberosity of the humerus. Its primary action is medial-slash-internal rotation and adduction of the shoulder. It also helps hold the humeral head in the glenoid cavity of the scapula. Blood supply is from the subscapular artery. Identifying an injury to the subscapularis is best done by examining internal rotation strength with the belly press test and liftoff test. Grease et al., reviewed the EMG findings of periscapular musculature during shoulder examination and found that the liftoff test achieves a higher proportion of subscapularis contraction as compared to the other muscles of the rotator cuff. No differences were seen in contraction of the upper or lower segments of the subscapularis muscle. Tokish et al. investigated the belly press and liftoff tests and found that both activated the upper and lower portions of the subscapularis muscle to a greater extent than all other muscles of the rotator cuff, indicating that both tests are valid and specific for evaluation of the subscapularis muscle. The belly press test activated the upper subscapularis muscle significantly more than the liftoff test, whereas the liftoff test posed a significantly greater challenge to the lower subscapularis muscle than the belly press test. And moving on to the final question. The liftoff test evaluates internal rotation of the shoulder with the hand placed behind the back. During this test, which muscle exhibits the highest percent of maximal contraction? 
and the choices are 1, subscapularis, 2, pectoralis major, 3, pectoralis minor, 4, latissimus dorsi, and 5, supraspinatus. The correct answer to this question is 1, subscapularis. So if you have good situational awareness and know that we're going over questions about the subscapularis, you should have gotten this question correct. But to quickly review, the liftoff test is an examination of the internal rotators of the shoulder, and in particular, the subscapularis muscle, which is innervated by the upper and lower subscapular nerves. The study by Greece et al. reviewed the EMG findings of periscapular musculature during shoulder examination and found that the liftoff test achieves a higher proportion of subscapularis contraction as compared to the other answer choices that were listed. No differences were seen in contraction of the upper or lower segments of the subscapularis. In contrast, the article by Decker et al. found that the upper and lower parts of the subscapularis are activated and work differently depending on humeral abduction. That's all for this review about the subscapularis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.